0: Hello and welcome to Pro Construction Guide series of ProCasts. In this episode, we're going to provide you with some expert tips and techniques on how to close more sales. I'm John Gordon.
1: And I'm David Doval. Thanks for joining us. Pro Construction Guide magazine regularly brings you a new ProCast built exclusively for you, the professional contractor. It's the only podcast for pros hosted by pros and with successful contractors as guests. You can listen to any ProCast at ProConstructionGuide.com or iTunes.
0: Right now, we'd like to thank Ram Trucks for sponsoring this podcast.
1: Hey, we also want to remind you that the new issue will be in the Home Depot store soon, and we're talking about the Pro Construction Guide. Uh, But if you want to read the issue now, you can become a subscriber on Pro Construction Guide newsletter. All subscribers get a free digital copy before the printed issue hits the stores. Go to ProConstructionGuide.com to sign up.
0: All right, so let's get on with the show. As I said this morning, uh, well, in this episode, we're going to talk about how construction companies, both large and small, can generate more sales. So our guest today is Andy Wells, and Andy is the president of Normandy Remodeling. Uh, welcome to the Pro Construction Guide series of ProCast. Andy, can you give us like a 30-second bio on Andy Wells?
2: Good morning, good morning, good to be here. Uh, sure, uh, I'm glad to be able to share some of the insights that we use to help uh, sell for Normandy. Uh, We've been in business for 37 years. We're in the Chicago suburbs. We do design, build, remodeling all over Chicagoland. Uh, I got in the business about 20 years ago, and I'm the president of the company now. Um, We do kitchens, additions, bathrooms, all kinds of remodeling, uh, usually design, build services. Awesome, awesome. And, awesome. and uh, yeah, we love doing it.
0: <laughs> and, and that would explain, it to some degree, 30-plus 30, 30 years, right? So congratulations on that. So uh, I understand that you guys have kind of distilled your thinking down to, um, to to driving sales or or why a homeowner would buy a remodeling project or remodeling services based on three key things. W- what are those three things, Andy?
2: We really do. We have 19 designer salespeople here, and the bulk of our training goes into a little short formula of three things, and that's what the homeowner's looking for to buy when they're looking to connect to buy a project. And the very first one, we tell our salespeople as they're sitting in the house, they're looking to connect with you, you being the salesperson, you being the designer. Uh, This is such a big, daunting task that... uh, It's so important for them to make a personal connection. Secondly, we have to come up with great design and we have to solve their problem through the problems they have with their house through great design. And then finally, price becomes an issue, uh, but it's the third issue. It's not the first or second because price becomes a little less important if you have the first two in play really well.
0: Okay, so there is some significance to the order. And so, what's the order of importance?
2: Well, first and foremost, the homeowner has to have a have a uh connection with the designer in their house. Or in the case of a lot of people, if you're a if you have your own construction company with you, if you're the one out selling whoever's selling the projects, they have to connect with you. If they don't connect, the other two things don't matter. Um so then the the design again is very very important. You need good design or it won't work. And then the third thing will be the price.
1: Okay. All right got it yeah so i guess that that brings us to the the, you know why would you want a homeowner to to first fall in love with you or your designer
0: be careful how you say it whoever's (laughs) out there
2: doing it uh this is uh this is a big undertaking for most people in many cases the projects we do this is the second biggest thing they buy the first is the home and it's daunting and There's so many stories about remodelers and builders ripping people off, and they need to find somebody they feel like they can trust. And, and, you know, if they don't trust you, they won't buy from you because they're scared. And you can't just go out and take an order and give a price. You have to have them mentally check in with you and connect and say, I think this person can take me through this journey. Uh, So you have to win them over and get their trust and confidence. David,
0: that lines up with. I mean, how many times over the years have we given people advice that said, "Look, you do this, you get the estimates, you do all these things." But if the end of the day, if you don't feel like you could like be in a in a in a marriage, you know, or a modeling marriage with the contractor, just because you don't feel like you are kind of hitting it off, we tell them to choose another contractor, right?
1: Absolutely, you have to build that rapport first. So I, I guess that leads us to is. Is, is is Andy, how do you how do you get a homeowner to, to trust
2: you? Well, you know, I didn't come from a sales background but I uh have learned it over the years and this is this is a consultative sales situation when you have a bigger project. You know, if you're selling ten millennial feet of gutters, I think maybe it's a little more of a commodity mm-hmm. than if you're selling a whole kitchen remodel. And it, it's a little more daunting to think about a little bit bigger of a project. So, first of all, you have to be a great listener. Why did they call you out in the first place? What is their problem that they're trying to get solved? And if you don't hit the the solution to it, then it, 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 then they won't, don't feel like you're connecting with them by understanding their needs. Um, understand the problem, so come up with a good design to solve it. But just keep your commitments. If you say you are going to be there at 5 o'clock, be there at 5 o'clock. That's all about trust. If you come at 5.30 or you're always late, they're not going to trust that you're going to get their job done on time. Set your expectations and meet them. It's pretty simple. These kinds of things are pretty easy, but so many people don't do them. And it just, any little thing can sour a relationship. Don't just let the dumb things be one of those. And And finally... One of the things we really, really talk about all the time is be enthusiastic about your project and about the people that you're working with and your solution for them. Mm-hmm. People want to work with people who are upbeat and happy and uh really you know, want to be around them.
1: Sure. Makes so, sense.
0: Yeah, it, it does make good sense. And just you know what the if here's something I'm just thinking, um Andy if if, if you can't be enthusiastic and upbeat about the project for any reason, then that would be one of those things that you just say, hey, this is probably not what I'm going to do well, right? And you may choose to pass on the project too, right?
2: Oh, sure. If you, and, and I guess it works conversely. If we don't connect with the homeowner, if there's some underlying issue that really does not feel good, we probably shouldn't do the job.
0: It, it, it makes good sense. So, look, the the other thing you talk about problem solving and and, and the design is the way um, you, you address that. What do you mean that the homeowner uh, buys and, and services and 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 engages based on the design that you create?
2: Okay, so we've said the first, the most important thing is they have an emotional connection to you, or or, or just lock in with that relationship. Secondly, now in the importance of the scale of if you're going to sell this job or not, is a good design? You have had to have listened correctly and understand their problems. They may not know the solution to their problems, and they might have given you something, you know, giving you some ideas of what they think they need. But it may be entirely different, the solution to their problem. Um, Some some companies strictly just focus on design, design, design. Uh, But even a good design... If they haven't connected with you, they may not choose you. Right. So the design doesn't sell itself. Got it.
0: And it has to solve the problem because we've seen some pretty great stuff um, design-wise and flash and flare. But if it if it creates issues for how you live, then big problem. Uh, I follow you. But now you also said you can't really sell on great design alone. So if they don't like you, it doesn't matter. Design and then... Um, Talk about, I, I mean, I think I got it. I don't know. If they don't hey, if like they you. Don't, if,
2: here's the thing. If they don't like you, you can have the best design in the world, and somebody else might build that design. Mm-hmm. Think got it. about that. Got it. You've you come got, up with the great yeah. design solution, yeah. and now they choose somebody else to build it. It should be you.
0: Right. I got it. I got it. So, so they just take the ID and say, hey, go find somebody they like and say, this is what I want you to do.
2: Right. Because uh, they, all right. they don't all trust right. you.
0: Got it. All right. So, look, before we continue our conversation with Andy, here's a message from our sponsor. They say Rome wasn't built in a day, but it surely would have been a heck of a lot faster with the help of hardworking people like yourself and the capability and efficiency of Ram trucks. Because with over 10,000 pounds of towing power, over 1,800 pounds of payload, four-corner air suspension, and 29 miles per gallon, any job will get done in no time. Ram. Ram. America's Longest-Lasting Pickups. All right, Andy, once you develop that personal relationship so they don't rip off your design uh, and create a great design, now price is the issue, right? So how do you talk about how that works?
2: Okay, well, price is going to be an issue in almost every job. You know, it's very rare you come to a customer's house and they say, I have no budget, spend whatever you want, here's a blank check, <laughs> right? So Here price we is going to be an issue. Yep. It would be nice but uh, here 's where we train our people all the time let 's ponder this point if you don 't win them over early on and throughout the beginning stages of the relationship, then this formula kind of switches, and what happens is instead of you being the number one reason to buy then the design then the price, which is the formula we just talked about right. it switches where the price becomes the most important, then the design then you, and basically what 's happening is They're not valuing you in the relationship in this equation, and they're putting, they change and put the price as the emphasis as the number one factor. And here in this case, you become a commodity, just competing on price. And so we're not going to win the price war in a lot of cases because we do nice work, we put a lot of effort into it, and we put a lot of things into it that cost money. So we're not the low end provider necessarily. But you, you, clients are less likely to be swayed by the price if they fall in love with you and they love your design. So the price kind of becomes the third tier thing instead of the most important thing. Remodeling always costs more than people hope. Yeah. Always, they never come out and say, wow, that's a lot less than I thought. <laughs> you know. But if my price isn't the lowest, but they trust me and they like my design, they might buy more, they might spend more just to have me and my company. If you think you can get the exact thing, same thing from somewhere else, from somebody else, then why would they buy with you from you with a higher price? You know, you gotta make yourself unique and not a commodity.
1: Hey, uh John, what was your saying about hope? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, it's uh, not a really good business strategy. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> you can't base it off of hope alone. Uh, so, hey, what's the success rate of this process, Andy? And and how often does it work?
2: Well, uh, you know, uh, I don't really call these three things a process in them in themselves. This is this is kind of the way we teach people in going about making the relationship and how to and how to, I guess, go through the process. These are the most important factors of the process. Uh, a whole lot goes into making them like you. That's the sales process. Yeah. Got it. Okay.
0: So um, it, we we heard that you have... So to, I guess to help people get that connection, you have three meetings with prospective clients. Um, outline how you approach that because that sounds like a pretty critical part about getting these folks to like you and trust you.
2: Absolutely. It takes a little time. You have to invest some time. If you go out and try to do... A, An estimate in five minutes you know by walking off and that's how you measure and give them a price you've not built a relationship at all so you need to invest some time into these folks we have a first meeting at their house so we can kind of get a lay of the land and see what they have in mind and get to know them from there, we'll have a second meeting in our showroom. We have a showroom here in Hinsdale, and a lot of projects. And, and we'll define the project between that first and second meeting. And a lot of projects get sold here in the second meeting. But if not, we might have to have a third to refine it. Um, but e- the process is in the the idea of getting them to love you. It's from the first phone call to the office. We need to be cordial, helpful. We need to show expertise. We build a confidence in us. You know, in us. For them in everything we do. Um, another thing that we do in our sales process that a lot of people in the industry don't subscribe to is, uh, since we're doing kitchen and addition work, this is something that people can't really touch and see and feel until it's done, and they're buying something that's kind of just an idea. Right. So. Most contractors, many contractors, feel like to get that initial commitment from the homeowner they've got to charge a design fee or they've got to, and this is really common industry thought. What we've done is we said not everybody has the the ability to envision how this is going to go, so let's give them a taste of it and we have a little design department here where we'll we'll show some people a rendering or two of of their potential project in their own house from the measurements and pictures we take at the first meeting and that just lights them up that really just shows them here we have a little commitment to you and sure we don't sell every one of them but we the people who do see these drawings really can understand what we're proposing to them and that's what i'm talking about giving them a little something that's personal to their project without really making it a big commitment for them yet because they're still trying to figure out am i going to work with this person right
1: sure yeah it kind of goes back to that old the old saying is that people don't buy what they can't see mm-hmm. so i like i like the idea of giving them a little taste of it for sure so so what are some other factors that pros should keep in mind during the sales process andy
2: well these are just maybe common business things but you can't lose sight of them. You know, be honest and ethical. You are going to build a long-term business. You've got to make people happy for the long term. It's not just about winning a job and collecting that money. You gotta, you gotta be in it for the long haul. Provide good value. Again, you don't have to be the lowest cost provider, but you can, you can charge more and give more, and still be a good value. And don't forget, design is very important. It's, it's about how you listen to their problems and come up with solutions. All
0: right. all right. So I love, I kind of like to end these things and, and wrap them up. Um, Andy, just by saying we've got professionals listening who are busy all day, every day. Can you summarize up into three or so kind of key points the things that you would like our listeners to take away from this uh, podcast?
2: You bet. This is, this is what we tell our people all the time, and I would share this. The most important thing, I cannot stress this enough, is that you're selling you. When you, do, when you do, you can sell your work for more money because you're unique. You're not a commodity. You know, mm-hmm. If our designers are out in somebody's house, the customer can't get them anywhere else. They can only get them from here. So you're unique. Sell yourself. Get the customer to envision wanting to work with you. Without that connection, until that switch goes off in their head that says, I could really work with this person, then price is really more important than you. So don't forget that. Get them to envision working with you. And not everybody ba- buys based on price. If you can do these things, price becomes the third thing in the list of what they're going to do, what they're going to check off to choose somebody. And give customers a little something before you expect something. It goes a long way. That
0: just sounds like some really good life practices. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Give a little before you expect something. Uh, Andy, look, this is great information, and, and I love that, that you're talking to us about this, that you're sharing a success with us, and you're doing it in a way that we can understand, and you're not saying, here's this rocket science 12 you know, billion step principle that you got to follow. Uh, we really appreciate, well, f- first your time and, and certainly your talent and, and sharing that with us. Thanks so much for doing that.
2: Thanks so much for having me. Glad to be here.
0: You bet. So, David, time for us to jump into the spare parts box. Um, something that we think that you want to pull out of the spare part box just to make
1: uh, life a little bit easier. What do you, What do you got this week? I think we were going to talk about uh, the the uh, battery operated small vacuum cleaner. It's kind of a toolbox vacuum cleaner, if you will. Um, you know, it's it's this is a great little tool to have when you don't need to drag that big rigid vacuum cleaner in there with you know all the hose and the parts and uh this is this is great i'll tell you where i use them uh john and these things are wet and dry vacs. right and right. what i like about them is if i have a customer that's and i'm at their house and and they're telling me they have a problem with the toilet uh maybe they have a, a the phantom flush or maybe they have a, a, a flush valve that needs to be replaced i'll use this vacuum cleaner to go up there quickly and i can vacuum the water out of the tank so that i can take the 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 su- the supply line off and the uh, flush valve out without getting water over the floor or trying to put a bucket underneath there and drain it, um, and the other place that they're great is if you have to do a little bit of uh, work in a cabinet or something you don't want to drag a big vacuum cleaner in there for that so you make more mess getting yeah, the thing it, to clean up yeah it, it, it really it does and yeah. you know the guys had left it on the the hose connected and it was on the blower end and you blow <laughs> drywall dust all over. <laughs> So these, that's not funny. These little vacuum cleaners are, are great for that. They're handy. They're quick. And, uh, you know, it's good just to have one in the truck uh, just, just to clean up a quick mess if you make one in there. There you so go. There they're you not go.
0: expensive either, under $100 bucks, uh, for a decent one. So, so good deal. Yep. All right. Let's wrap it up. If you like what you heard today, uh, like us on iTunes and tell a friend about the ProCast on iTunes and about ProConstruction.com.
1: Hey, if you haven't gotten your copy of the latest Pro Construction Guide magazine, visit the Home Depot closest to you. They'll have copies at the Pro Desk or go to ProConstructionGuide.com to read the digital issue. If you've got any feedback for us, give us a call at 866-647-2346. Leave us a message. We really do want to hear your thoughts.
0: We'll see you on our next episode of the Pro Construction Guide magazine's ProCast. We hope that you'll make us a valuable tool in your toolbox.